Hey, I'm Nick. And I'm Allie. And this is the But Have You Tried Bookshelf. It feels like a long time since we've done a bookshelf. I think I that's just because it's the new year. Well, the last one we did was like a year in review, so it was kind of a different vibe. That's true. Traditional bookshelf. A normal bookshelf. But here we are today for a normal bookshelf. It's uh, the David A. Howe Public Library coming to you loud and proud and strong in this uh, January morning. Yes. Uh, snowy kind of and icy. Rainy. A lot of yeah. this rain-ice hybrid is not uh, But it's warmer than it was last liking. week. That's it's true. It's like I can go outside without immediately feeling a ton of physical pain in my face. Wh- so. What are we doing right now? We're like Nick and Allie, the morning zoo crew on <laughs> FM radio. <laughs> Don't touch that dial. <laughs> uh, but it's true. Everything we said about the weather is in fact true. So I can't deny that. Uh, how have you been? What have you been up to? What are you doing? Uh, you know, sewing, uh, reading, yeah. all yeah. the usual, all the indoor activities. You tell me if this is normal. My left hand is like a withered little <laughs> claw from uh, knitting. Is oh, that, yeah, that, that, that could be normal. Like, this, this is like a position my hand is not normally in. So like... I'm just sitting there watching TV and I'm like, oh my gosh. You, you know? gotta like do some like palm massages, kind of yeah. like this. It's like do up some my stretches. Side. It's like my pinky. It's, yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, you can like why. do do this kind of thing yeah. before and after you start. I don't know if this is cheating or not, but like having my wife nearby when I'm doing this, every time I'm like, what's happened? What is, why is this? This doesn't look right. I think that's totally valid. It's okay. That's a really normal part of the knitting learning process. Yeah. All right. Well, because I learned how to knit when I was really small. My mom taught me and I was like, I don't know. I was like five or something like that. Okay. And obviously I wasn't great at it and I would make a ton of mistakes. And I also didn't know how to change rows, like to start a new row. Yeah. Every time I had to start a new row, I would just like leave my little, you know, tiny bedroom with the like fairy lights and the ivy and the pink walls and like walk down the hall and be like mom (laughs) i need your help again that's pretty much yeah my wife will be like in another room or upstairs and i'll be like hillary i don't know what's happening what is this (laughs) and she'll come in and be like oh my gosh this is what happened you just dropped a stitch you know i mean she's more patient than that naturally naturally sometimes dropping stitches is scary it is yeah and you start to see your whole world just unravel yeah it's a a scary time um if you're just tuning in to but have you tried for the first time what a weird choice you're making coming in right now but um (laughs) we're talking so much about knitting because my current assignment from Allie is to knit as much of a scarf as i can so i'm not going to tell you how my progress is going i'm not going to tell you my level of enjoyment the only thing you get is that my left hand has seen better days (laughs) okay Maybe I can extend my pinky. I don't know. We'll try. Um, but it's De- currently yeah, happening. Definitely some some stretches might help. It's, it's the kind happening. of thing that like the more you do it, the less that will happen. Yeah. But like, it, you know, it's like you're yeah. using different muscles. It's like, uh, you know, building up your calluses when you're playing like bass or guitar. Yeah. You know? it's, Same it's that thing. kind of thing. I just got to get, I got to get used to it. Sometimes so. if I knit too much in one sitting, knit or crochet for like, you know, several hours at a time, if I'm like really excited and yeah. listening to an audiobook. Sure. I'll get like this sore muscle between my shoulder blades mm. just from the like my arms going back and forth that tiny yeah. amount over and over yeah, again. Yeah. And it's really weird. It. Every time it happens, I'm like, what did I, I oh, get it. Sh- knitting. Yeah. 
Like, look, with this new level of connection we have now, we can talk about knitting pains. <laughs> so that's great. <laughs> it occurred to me that I'm going to have to give you an assignment, and I don't, I don't have one for my. Now. I got to mm-hmm. think about it. Yeah, I got to think about, about it. what I want to. I feel like we're you. getting to the point where we've like already pulled a lot of the like things that we had in mind right yeah, away. I know. And so we're like, we have to dig a little deeper. New territory. Now and think yeah. of yeah new things. It's funny you should say digging deeper because yours is going to be to dig a foundation for a house. That's what I'm going to oh, assign. Okay. By I hand. mean, that sounds fun, but I By feel like hand. this. Is the wrong season for it? Well, that's just the way the format works. Mm. You just have to roll with it. When I'm not knitting, uh, and sometimes even when I am, I'm, I've been watching some shows and movies and things. So let's get into this uh, bookshelf. What What have you been doing lately? What are you into? What are you What are you watching? Tell me. What am I watching? Tell me a movie okay. you've seen. A movie that I've seen. The film. Uh, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Oh, Mutant Mayhem. Mutant Mayhem. Which you didn't have rave really, reviews about. I didn't really dig into it. Okay, no. but did you watch it at the drive-in? No, I didn't. I okay, watched it okay. at uh, AMC and Olia. Okay, so there's it, a chance that you actually don't like it, and it's not just because of the dragon. Yeah, effect. no, it didn't sit right with me. You liked it? I did enjoy it. Yeah, okay. I thought it was good. Did you find that the turtles' personalities were interchangeable? Because that was my biggest complaint. I didn't think so. Really? Okay. Yeah, it seemed okay. Like they didn't seem like the most like heightened versions of themselves. Yeah. But sometimes I feel like if they're a little too heightened, I can find that annoying. Like Raph yeah. in particular, sometimes they just play him it's like so angry. I know. And it's yeah. like the whole entire movie. You just want to strangle him. And yeah. anyway, but I, he didn't bug me too much in this okay. movie, which I was pleased right. by. So, I mean, it's, a, it's a great cast. I love that they're actually teenagers. You know, it's yeah. possible I'm just, you know, I'm in the wrong stage of life to appreciate that movie. I don't know. I don't and know. they felt like actual teenagers because a lot of a yeah. lot of the time it's like, you know, early 20s oh, Ninja yeah. Turtles. The, the 90s movies, they're easily each 38. Yeah. No and I would there. say the, the Michael Wave movies as well. They're oh like... One of these They're days. also so giant. So I it's like... Yeah, they're like a dump trucks. I can't look at them. It's yeah. Awful. Yeah. I like, I did enjoy those, but there were definitely things, including the size and the not teenagerness of the turtles yeah that it's I was mostly like, I the character know. design in the michael bass that i just can't get behind i don't know i need to push through because truly i haven't i, I stop the first one in the same place every time um, i'm like i can't take this you should just start with the second one That's i think that one is better yeah. just yep. just forget about the first you're one. you're not the first teen librarian working here who's told me that yeah so, well it's because it's know, true i guess that's uh, something i have to take to heart all right so thumbs up Yes, for the Ninja thumbs up. I had a okay. good time. All right, that's good. I'm trying to think of the last thing I saw in theaters. I feel like it's been a while since I've been to the movie theaters. I don't know. I watched Killers of the Flower Moon with Leonardo DiCaprio and Lily Gladstone. That's a really Have familiar you name. Seen this or heard I of this? haven't seen well, it. Well, the the book was huge for a long time. It was okay. like a a nonfiction bestseller for a long, long time. And you know, it's basically about the systematic murder of the Osage tribe because they're sitting on oil. And Yikes. it's like all about collecting all of these land rights and, right. and finance rights. Really well done. It's it's Scor- Martin Scorsese directed really nuanced performance from Robert De Niro, which is not a thing I've said about a Robert De Niro movie in a long, long time. So <laughs> I feel like he really was doing something different. Um, DiCaprio, I think, is always good to watch. Lily Gladstone was was really great. She had this strength, but also like you could kind of see the weakness that they were preying on. That I th- I think they pulled that out like mm. really well all around. So it was it's you know it's almost four hours long, and I really oh, I dang. didn't really feel the length. That's amazing. You know? So yeah, it's helpful to be able to pause when you're at home. You know? Oh my gosh! Yes. But, yeah. That's so helpful. It's yeah. like if I'm going to see a movie in theaters and I know it's going to be, you know, more than two hours, I'm like, oh yeah. boy, we've yep. got to buckle in. 
Well, as we've discussed many a times, movies don't have to be this long. They really don't. They don't. I they mean, this really one don't. maybe, but if most of the time. If you want it to be that long, just make a miniseries. Yeah, just make a miniseries. And I'll watch it from the comfort of my own Make home. a time and again miniseries. That would be good. That uh, would be based good. Based on the Jack Finney book. I also watched all the Karate Kid movies. Oh, nice. I have seen the Jaden Smith, Jackie Chan one. I saw it in theaters with my little brother when it came out, but I haven't seen it since. But I've been watching them with my son. Two is not great. Three was pretty fun. And four is like where they have Hilary Swank comes in is and is the next karate kid. Uh-huh. Very different style of movie, but we were all kind of like, Yeah, I'm digging this. I'm digging this. Not a lot of karate in it. That's the only thing. Gotcha. But uh it's more about Mr. Miyagi just being a doting <laughs> foster parent. I mean that sounds <laughs> kinda great. I'm I know not it's like a lie. great little epilogue for that character. Have you seen any of these movies? I've seen the first one. Oh, okay. A long time ago. That's pretty much all you need that i mean that was kind of how it seemed you know it's it is i don't know what they would do in a two three and four it to is be kind of diminishing returns on, on a certain degree but i i just enjoy the characters and their interchanges so you know it's i feel it's like if fun. you're dedicated enough to the premise of something you can just kind of accept that it's like yeah, yeah well we didn't really need this movie but uh, you know, yeah. here i am i started cobra kai which is super popular the series right you yeah know. Um, but I started it having not seen the Karate Kids movies probably since the early 90s. And so it wasn't landing for me. And now that I've rewatched the movies, I want to like go and watch Cobra Kai because I'm like, okay. That sounds I like think, a good plan. Now yeah. I think I'm in the zone for that. So yeah, I liked it. My son liked it. We all we all had a good time watching the old uh, Karate Kid. Any other movies? Um, I also finally watched Barbie. Oh, after, okay. I don't know how long, like what? Yeah. Months, months and months. A long time. A long time. It's just hard to drive to a movie theater when you live in Wellsville, New York. Yeah. I hate I to love, say. I would, I would go to the movie theaters every day if I could. I love it. Yeah. I, I definitely enjoy it. Although sometimes it can feel like a big time commitment. But again, mm-hmm. it wouldn't if it wasn't for the driving True. aspect. And yeah. in the winter, absolutely. Forget no. It. Don't want to drive. Anyway, no. I liked it. It was fun. And I feel like even though it's been out for a long time and I've heard people talk about it so much. I like hadn't received as many like spoilers as I thought okay. I might have. So okay. I still kind of got to enjoy it fresh, yeah. which was fun. Okay. So you liked it. Yeah. It was okay. a good time. Uh, there's a little bit of a hubbub amongst the internet right now because Ryan Gosling and America Ferreira were nominated for Academy Awards, but Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie were not. That's so a little weird. Kind of, you know, who I mean, I haven't seen it, so I don't know, but it does seem like considering the, the heights that the movie went to and how it was such a cultural phenomenon and how just universal acclaim. Right. It's, it is kind of odd that you, I, I don't know. So, well, I'm like, I mean, I've heard so much about like Ken's character in the movie and everything and people being like, Oh my gosh, you know, it's this whole big deal and whatever. I like it was, it was cool and it was fun, but yeah. like it was very much not the best or the biggest or the most important yeah. aspect of the movie. I feel yeah. like. All right. I so. do need to watch it. I always intended to watch it. But then my wife threw me a curveball and went with her sisters. And so I guess I just have to sit down and watch it by myself. I do like I the idea do. of you just like sitting in your house just, by yourself watching just Barbie. Just knitting away. Yes. <laughs> watching Barbie. <laughs> it needs to happen. I'll do it. It's so good. I'll do it. It's so good. Okay. Um, I also watched a movie called Queen Pins, which oh. I hadn't heard about at all. And it's about these two women basically making this like scam coupons business oh yeah 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 with um with um christian, christian bell. bell yeah it was okay, pretty yeah. fun yeah there was like so many points in the movie where i was like what is even happening yeah but i had a good time okay veronica mars is still circling my mind about something to make you watch speaking okay, okay. Of, speaking of christian bell i watched a movie that i think that you would really like and i think you should watch it and it's called if you were the last with anthony mackie and zoe chow hmm, i like anthony it, mackie it's on peacock 
Do you have Peacock? I don't know. I'll Access ask, to ask the my husband. Streaming channel Peacock. <laughs> He's the one who manages our streaming so services. So it's about these two astronauts who are in space and their navigation is down and so like they have no way of knowing where they are or how to get home so they're just kind of settled into well i guess this is it and it's all very stylized so like the depiction of space is like it makes no attempt to be real it it looks like toys it looks like Hmm. you know it and it it feels like that like i feel like i'm describing it in a way that makes it seem corny but it's actually like really well done and really adds to this like concept that they're just the only two people in the world it's just this is just their world Mm -hmm. and um so it's just sort of like how their relationship develops how they come to terms with what's happening to them like what triggers responses what doesn't and it was just a really really unique and well done kind of movie Hmm. that sounds fascinating it it has sort of an indie vibe but it's also like we watch it and i feel like you know if this was the year 2000 this would have been in theaters it would have been like a hit you know right so I'm glad that people are still making like quiet little movies like that because it really was well done and it was a great use of both of their talents. Uh, Zoe Chow I saw in the after party on Apple. I liked her in that. I didn't like that show so much, but Mm. they're both really good. Anything else for movies? Um, I also watched a movie called The Way. This was one of my dad's picks. Oh, with Martin Sheen. Probably. Where they go on a big long walk. Yes, they go on a big long walk. Martin Sheen directed by his son, Emilio Estevez. Yeah, that's cool. That's a great movie. I love that movie. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was a good time. And it definitely made me feel like I should hike more often. Mm. But again, not in the winter. So, you know, I'll have to wait for this resolution to take full effect. Yeah. Emilio Estevez, I feel like, is a really underrated director and just filmmaker in general. Because I think, you know, he was so iconic in the 80s as part of the Brat Pack. And then, like, in the 90s as a Mighty Duck, you know. And so I don't really think people are like, oh, let's see what Emilio Estevez is up to. Mm, but That's fair. He has a movie called Bobby that sort of circles around the Bobby Kennedy assassination. He has The Way. When I was at the American Library Association conference a few years back, he screened for us a copy of his movie. Um, I think it's called The Public? I can't remember. Don't quote me on that. It's about public libraries. Okay, okay. So that's why he was screening it. At I LA. mean, that sounds... I would watch a movie about public libraries. Um, Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed the way. Did you like it? I feel like I cut you off. Did you? I did. Yeah, I did enjoy it. I thought it was really interesting. It didn't surprise me a ton, but like, I don't need that from a movie necessarily. I'm like, yeah, all right, like, yeah, here we go. You know, I feel like Martin Sheen is one of those actors who has never done a bad performance. Like, maybe he's in a bad movie, but his performance is not bad. Hmm, Have you seen him in other things? Do you know who Martin Um, Sheen is? Is that the main character in the way? Yeah. Okay. I believe he's also the president in West Wing. You're correct. Which we watched for a while. You until are my, correct. My dad and sister got tired of it because they're always the ones who crack uh, first with the well, show. They're kind of right on the West Wing. Well, as soon as Rob Lowe leaves, it's kind of like, oh, we're still doing this? Okay. I think it was a little before he left. Like okay. They were starting to, to yeah. faint at him leaving. Yeah, I get it. It's also kind of hard to watch through the lens of like the current state of politics because it's such an idealized, I mean, even when yeah. it was on, it was an idealized version of the political machine, but now it's like painful to watch. Yeah. Well, so. I'm pretty sure we watched it before 2016. So I think that uh, made okay. it a little easier. Okay. But. Yeah. More palatable. Sure. So that's an Aaron Sorkin show, the West wing. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Sorkin also wrote this movie called the American president with Michael Douglas and Annette Benning and Martin Sheen plays the chief of staff. Okay. One of my all time favorite movies. And he's great in that as well. Nice. But I love anything with Michael Douglas. Fair enough. Do you know who Michael Douglas is? I don't think so. Okay. He's Hank Pym in Ant-Man. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, well, 
let's do books. I mean, we're in a library for heaven's sakes. And it's even like library advocacy season. So that's true. You know, we're have doing you, a, Have you written an advocate I letter or postcard? I haven't written my blurb yet, but we're starting. We do have postcards here in the library that you can come and fill out and talk about how you love libraries, how you think libraries need funding, which we do, mm-hmm. folks. We can um, do more things with more funding. We can do more things with more funding. We can also do things like fix the building and fix the leaks and keep it yes. going for another 90 <laughs> years, you know? So super crucial. But it is it was advocacy season. We've got the postcards. We're going to be doing some selfies and things so we can help you show your library love and support. I'm going up to the Capitol, state Capitol, for advocacy day so we can talk to our legislators and be like, here's where libraries are cool. Here's why they need your support. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. Uh, an exciting time all around. But anyway, all that to say, let's let's read some books. Let's talk about some books. What have you finished since last we spoke? Okay, since last we spoke. Yes. I think my top pick amongst my books that I finished recently yeah. is the first Magnus Chase book, The Sword of Summer. Rick, Rick Riordan? Rick Riordan. Okay. Which I haven't read a Rick Riordan book probably since high school. Okay. Which I, in the grand scheme of things, is not that long ago, <laughs> but it feels like an entire lifetime ago yeah. to me. And Caleb and I have been reading some books out loud in the morning while I drink my tea, you know, and soak in my light therapy lamp because it's dark outside. And he was like, yeah, we should read Magnus Chase. Is that thing you do? You have a... Yeah. It's like this little box and it like shines and your brain thinks that it's outdoor sunshine. Interesting. Because I am basically a plant. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. The more my life goes on, the more I'm like, are we sure that I'm human or just a a really great great disguise plant If you slowly turn into a plant over time. Yeah. And like live your best life as a plant in the end. Or I mean, maybe I'm a plant gradually turning into a person. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, I have some friends who like their seasonal, seasonal defectiveness disorder. What is it called? It's seasonal affective. I think it's affective disorder. Seasonal but we all know it's just sad. Yeah, know? right. Sad, sad. Anyway, I have some friends who it's like when winter comes, it's like we got to check in on them because it's a dark, dark time. It's never really bothered me. That's amazing. You know? I'm I'm happy I for you. I don't you. know. It doesn't, it doesn't do it. I mean, sometimes when it's like I go to work and it's dark and I leave work and it's dark. That's, that's pretty not rough. That's the best. Yeah. Uh, but most of the time, it doesn't really bother me. So you have, so you get in a giant light box and you... <laughs> that more or less no it's like this small it's like the size of an ipad and it just like sits on okay. the table next to me but you're not supposed to look directly at it or it'll like you know hurt your eyes so you wow. have to just like stare somewhere else too much of a good thing touch the sides of your you eyes know? i know it's weird yeah i didn't really notice it being a problem very much until after i graduated college and i think it's because in college at night in the winter there was like so many buildings that were lighted and like people True. talking and doing things and I just didn't notice them as much. Yeah, but you're on a more like a nine to five-y kind of schedule now too. That's also where, true. You know, in college you're outside all the time and going from building yes, to building. Yes, walking stuff, from building so, to building. You know, and now I'm like, you know, a little bit more sitting in my office in the basement. Yeah. So <laughs> Your office is a huge window. Don't tell it these does people have you a have huge to stay window. in the basement. It does have a huge window. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway... Caleb was like, oh, we should read Magnus Chase. And I was very uncertain about this idea. That's a bold, that's a bold move, Caleb. That's a bold <laughs> move because reading that kind of thing, I think I told you, my wife and I ruined the experience of reading of Deathly Hollows because we read it out loud and you mm. have to you have to just soak in every bit of sort of cheesy YA writing that, that comes your way. And I feel like Magnus Chase could have that effect. Is it? Uh, no, I think it's working pretty well. And okay. Caleb also does a lot of funny voices and he's the one who's been mostly reading it. <laughs> and there's like That's giants funny. and like goats and yeah. like all kinds of Are weird there giant creatures. Goats? Uh, maybe, but okay. if so, we haven't encountered them. I haven't read a single sentence 
written by Rick Riordan. So you I should. Can't. They're pretty good. You know what? And I feel like maybe I, part of the I reason it's working. I think he wrote a 39 Clues book. Oh, I think he did. So I think I did he did. Read that. I feel like there's less of the like YA cheese in Rick Riordan overall. Okay, and so okay. reading it out loud, I think works a little better. Well, because it's like instead of leaning into the angst, it leans into the like absurd humor. Yeah. Which I feel like works pretty well. I feel like that's one of the reasons why, I mean, I'm sure the Disney show is helping, which I have seen the first two episodes of and I'm having a good time. But I feel like for the, for many reasons that people are pivoting away from Harry Potter and kind of towards this, I feel like the, the leaning away from angst is maybe part of the reason why yeah. it works a little bit more. Because like, I don't know. Go try to read Order of the Phoenix right now. Oh, like, my gosh. No. Godspeed. It's rough. Well, it's like I feel like anytime I want to reread Harry Potter, it's like the first three books, maybe parts of four. Because yeah. it's like the other ones, it's like there's so many parts that I enjoy, but like the first three are like pretty minimal on angst. Yeah, true. And pretty minimal on death. Yep. And I don't need more angst and death in yeah, my life. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but <argue>. anyway, <laughs> uh, so far Magnus Chase is going well and I'm a fan. And yeah, I after I read the first couple of the Heroes of Olympus books, which is the series that comes after Percy Jackson, yeah. but I didn't finish it because I felt like there were just too many characters and I... It, it was just kind of losing its grip and I was yeah. like, eh, but I feel like Magnus Chase reminds me a little more of some of the stuff that I really liked about those original okay. Percy Jackson books. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I saw the movie when it came out. I thought about reading the books, but something about like, oh, look, it's Poseidon. I just really have trouble getting over that hump, you know? Well, I feel like, I feel like some of it, I don't, I don't know if this, if, I don't know if this will make it better or worse, okay. but like, I'll decide. There's a sense in which, like, the the whole Greek pantheon and everything, yeah. they're not viewed as, like, wow, these are incredible, awe-inspiring beings. It's more like, oh, my gosh, these stupid, powerful dudes who yeah. do stupid, powerful things. Yeah. Which okay. I feel like, Maybe it makes it, it feel a little less corny. Do you think I should read it? I think you should. Really? I should. I think you should, yeah. Huh. I think you'd like it. Okay. I'm trying to. Like, I mean, we were watching it with my son, and I he hasn't read them yet, and I wondered if, like, it would spark his interest to read them, and so yeah, far it fair. hasn't. So, who knows? Maybe it'll happen. Okay. Okay, what do you got books-wise? Oh, books-wise. Uh, well, I finished Iron Flame <laughs> by Rebecca Yaros. Have you read these books? These, I have the not. Empyrean? I have I have steered clear, I'm afraid. I think that's probably wise. I don't know. The first book is just one of those books that it, it's very readable, and the characters are really interesting. You know, I think the writing's a little chunky in places. Like, I think it certainly could have used a polish and, you know, maybe the excision of 200 pages or something. You know what I mean? Probably would have helped. So, I, you know, I think the writing's a little chunky, but but it was enough to keep me going. Number two, I don't know that I've ever had a book that I went in and out of so much. Like, mm-hmm. I would have a section. I'm like, okay, yes, all right. What What's going on? And then it would pivot. I'd be like, oh my gosh, how many? And by the end, I truly felt like shackled to this book. I'm like, mm. it, it is my prison and I must <laughs> escape. <laughs> so I don't know. It ended and I was like, well, I am interested in this storyline, but enough to wade through the writing of book three. I don't know. Oh, there's a book three? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, I don't, there has to be. Fair enough. Fair so, enough. I would have a hard time recommending the books. That's and I fair. think you'd be fine reading book one. I think it's, you know, it's not a true, like, the end, everything's resolved. But I feel like, in a way, it's enough of an ending that you could be like, okay, now I know what these books are about. Fair but, enough. I'm sort uh, of curious about it because it's, like, blown up so much. Yeah. But I also kind of know that it's not the sort of book I like. Yeah. 
And so I'm like, I don't mm, like maybe I should just skip this one. They do not, especially book two, do not hold back on the spicy scenes. So (laughs) you've been warned. I also like it's not that I don't enjoy romance books and it's not that I don't enjoy fantasy books. Although sometimes I don't enjoy both of those categories. You know, they have to be good. They have to be right. But I really I just don't like them together. I want them to be separate. I don't like my food to touch on my plate. You Uh, know, like (laughs) uh it's got to be one or the other. Okay. I also finished one called The Lost Year by Catherine Marsh. This is like a junior level fiction and it's uh, it's about a boy in 2020. So great to revisit Aww. that year. Um, they move his great grandma in with them and he's sort of like they're all everybody's stuck home and he's trying to help her like sort through her belongings mm. and stuff. And he sort of uncovers some family history which leads to some family secrets because we learned that she fled ukraine in the 30s Mm. to get away from the famine and stuff and so more starts to come and you start seeing like his perspective and then you start getting flashbacks to the 30s um with this family and these three cousins and everything pretty well done i feel like it kind of gets away from it a little bit like i when it was focusing on the kid sort of like discovering this history and like applying that to his life and like interacting with his great grandma and like forging this connection that was way interesting to me and i Mm -hmm. felt like the flashbacks overtook the rest of the narrative Mm. to a point where it was like it kind of lost its focus yeah so flashbacks in a book i feel like can either be really fun or just really like oh here's it here it is again really fine line yeah because it's like anything it's like if you don't do it enough it's weird right and as soon as you've done it too much they're all ruined and they have to be just as interesting and purposeful otherwise it's like all right i'll just page forward until i get back to the main story yeah and by the end of it it was like matthew who was discovering this going through his great grandma stuff those sections became like wow i can't believe that happened to you and then like back to the flashback so Uh, again not sure that i could recommend it not sure that i could recommend it uh do we talk about what you're currently reading um I don't know Magnus if we did talk Chase, about what I'm currently reading. What are you yes. currently reading? What do you got? Um, I'm I'm making my way through the Alan Bradley Flavia DeLuce mysteries. Oh, yeah. Which I read a couple of them and I'm working I'm listening to another audiobook of them now. Yeah. And it's like this 11-year-old girl who's really into chemistry and just like doesn't Ooh. mind dead bodies and is very much okay. like, "Oh, look, a dead body in my yard. Guess yeah. I'll just figure out who killed him." And it's just a fun time. Okay. I've always been curious about those books. I remember like as they were coming out, I was like, I should read one of these. And then I didn't. I think you'd like them. They're, okay. they're pretty fun. All right. Last year, like early last year, I randomly read like one that's totally in the middle of the series kind of by accident. Yeah. And I enjoyed it okay, but it, it felt a little weird to me in parts. And I think it's because it was the middle of the series and yeah. I, I shouldn't have started there because like uh. things that are established about the main character and her. Oh, like, you didn't start with book one? No. Well, I started with book one now. Oh, I see. But like about a year ago, I accidentally read like book 11 or something like that. I know. Rookie mistake. I know. Rookie mistake. I know. It it wasn't good. It wasn't smart. But yeah, certain things about the main character seemed a little like weird or like hard hearted or kind of jaded to me. Yeah. But like I can see how she's being developed in the earlier books such that I don't think that's actually as weird as I I just didn't know enough about what was happening, I guess. Yeah. So. yeah, that sounds like your fault. I know. That's I totally, how I would classify It totally that. was my fault. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're going to stick with the series? I think so. How many are there? I don't know. Probably okay, a lot. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. What are you currently reading? Oh, boy. Uh, well, I also have an out loud book uh, that, that I've been reading to my wife, and it is called 
Other Birds, and it's by Sarah Addison Allen. And it's kind of, I, it's one I picked on Libby. I was just kind of like cruising, and I know you're not supposed to judge a book by its cover, but that's what I did. And I was like, yeah, this Sometimes I, covers are just really this cool. This vibe seems right to me. And it's kind of hard to explain. Uh, this this girl, like fresh out of high school, moves to this island where her mother had had this condo, and her father had saved the condo so that she could have it when she grew up because her mother died when she was young so she kind of goes out there hoping to sort of feel this connection to her mother and settle into this new place doesn't have a great relationship with her dad or her stepmom and so she's really kind of like on her own in the world and the condo is like the other condos in, in this little structure are sort of um, filled with characters and it's it's on kind of a tourist trap of an island and she sort of settles in and one of the residents dies very quickly mm. and it's sort of backing its way into being a mystery, but it's good. I mean, it's it's really interesting. And there are light supernatural elements to <laughs> it that you sort of tease out as you go along. I don't know if this author, I don't I wasn't familiar with her before I started this. I don't know if she has a lot of other books, but I feel pretty good about it. Nice. Yeah. Book by cover choosing successful. Yeah. Uh, and then for my birthday, I got this giant comic book omnibus that's like, I don't know, 1,500 pages or something. It's The Fourth World by Jack Kirby. Jack Kirby is uh, was a legendary comic book creator. He created, you know, co-created most of the Marvel Universe with Stanley, the Fantastic Four, the X-Men, like you name it. And in the 70s, he jumped ship from Marvel and went to DC. And mm. they were kind of like, do whatever you want, man. And he was known for trippy stuff. And so he... He wrote these books, The New Gods, The Forever People, Mr. Miracle, and they made him be the writer on the Jimmy Olsen series. And so he creates this like interconnected world where like the gods of old have died and this new wave of gods are coming and they're sort of like Earth and like our world are on the precipice of this like crash and war with like the new gods and the fourth world. It's very trippy. Hmm. And I'd read a lot of this stuff just like you know, as we have a lot of it here. We have new gods and stuff. And I read it just as standalone stuff. And I was like, this is weird. But the omnibus puts all of the titles that he wrote in chronological order for the first time. That's cool. And reading it this way, it makes so much more sense. And it looks great. I mean, he's known primarily for his art. I would say more than writing, like his art is what's so legendary. And so like the omnibus is huge and the pages are just like colorful and great. So it's like... A really cool reading experience. It's going to take me forever to get through it. Are you reading any comics, graphic novels? I am not. Did you finished that Star Trek. I have not finished it, <laughs> but it is still sitting on my table at home, okay. waiting, waiting for One of me, these days. waiting for me. I did read the Amulet series. Oh right, yeah, I, I yeah. I can't remember if that. I mentioned this. You or mentioned not. you were starting it. Yeah. Okay, I like finished it? it. I liked most of it. The last book or two, I feel like really kind of lost it it was oh, like well, the stakes happens. changed all of a sudden this was a galactic problem yeah. the main character loses control of her powers just kidding she's fine everything's oh. fine i know it was and i was like what is happening yeah. here there's supposed to be one more which i don't know when that's coming out but i think it's been brewing for a while i guess okay. so i'm curious to see how it resolves i had a good time but yeah the last book or so i was kind of like oh, i don't know okay. about this all right yeah, that happens. That's disappointing. I know. That is disappointing. Anything else going on in your world? How are the crayfish? The Feel crayfish like are good. About them? Okay. Michael Great. molted recently, oh, Okay. which was kind of a surprise. Wow. We weren't expecting that. And all of a sudden, I came home one day and there was like a molt in the tank, wow. which it looks kind of like a dead crayfish. Right. So it's always a little, a little scary. scary. And then I was like, yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah. 
And then I look over and she's like there, just like chilling. And Caleb chilling. was like, yeah, she molted. And I was like, oh my gosh. So wow, she's huge now. Okay. She's so big. All right. How's your Duolingo streak? Uh, pretty good. Stay I'm on okay. an almost to 365. Nice. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm up in the high 200s. I'm sticking in there. I don't know that I could be conversational is the only thing. Like even with all the words that I know, like I feel like stuff that's written down, I probably would do all right until you know unless you get really in the weeds Mm -hmm. complex words but i don't know how well that i could speak yeah how do you feel i always find that speaking and listening is harder than reading and writing yeah so i'm doing spanish with duolingo and i didn't start spanish with duolingo like i've taken Ah, classes in it and i'm doing it mostly to kind of like keep keep it it fresh fresh, remind like figure out grammar details and that kind of thing so like I don't know that Duolingo is necessarily making me like more conversational than I was. But it's keeping it sharp. But it's keeping yeah. it sharp. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I'm at the stage where it's like, if I want to be more conversational, I have to just like find someone else who speaks Spanish and yeah. talk to them. Yeah. Okay. Which I don't do. Right. Which I should do. Yeah. So. For a while I was watching like cartoons and stuff like on Disney Plus because you could put them in any language mm-hmm. and I would put the cartoons in... Portuguese just so I could like hear it and see it and that was actually really helping so I need to get back into it yeah but I'm still enjoying it you know I just need I need an immersive experience I know it's so yeah. hard to get but it's like also like my mom and my sister both speak Spanish pretty well and I could totally practice with them yeah and I, I just, don't just don't think about it okay. yeah I know it's a, right. it's a bad decision but it's a decision I've been listening to a lot of Bob Marley lately because nice. uh, Malik and I are doing a Bob Marley special for uh, as part of some Black History Month programming. So I don't know a lot about Bob Marley other than like the hits that I feel like most people could hum along to. So it's been interesting to learn a little bit more about his history and to and to get uh, into some deeper cuts of music because Malik's a big fan. So uh, uh, that yeah, it's been interesting. Are you listening to anything good? I think just the usuals, Bell and Sebastian, yeah. jazz. Okay. All that stuff. Sea shanties. Sea shanties. Okay, good. Yeah. Just making yeah. sure you're keeping up with the sea shanties. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I guess uh, I guess that's it for this episode. We'll be back in two weeks when we can talk a little bit about knitting. Yes. You can find out how my experiences have been, what I've learned as a novice knitter, if I will ever pick up needles again. I'm definitely curious to find out. What my hopes, dreams, ambitions are for my career as a knitter. Absolutely. So that's two weeks, and then I got to figure out an assignment for you. That's true. I don't know. It might be big. All right. Or it might just be a TV show or something. We'll We'll see. 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 Who knows? knows? (laughs) Anything is possible. That's right. Okay. Well, two weeks. See you then. Have a good one. Bye.